Welcome to the Betterish Podcast. I'm Angie. And I'm Malin. We can't guarantee this podcast will improve your life, but we hope it will at least make you laugh and think about being better-ish. Hey, Angie, good morning. How are you? I'm okay, Malin. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Why are you just okay? There's two things going on with me this morning, Malin. Tell me all of it. I What's have up? a cold, so I kind of sound a little manly. You sound great. Which is fine. I mean, I think it sounds a little seductive, don't you? Oh, and Angie. <laughs> And so th- I'm fine, though. The other problem I'm having this morning is, actually, the morning started off great. I showered before I took my kid to school. That's never oh, happened. good job. Never. That has never happened. But I thought the shower would, like, the hot water would help, like, me breathe better <laughs> because I'm sick. So that's why I did it. But I felt great. And I was like, it does feel good to start your day off feeling clean. I should do this more often. So then I go get dressed for real. I mean, usually I wear the same clothes as the day before, let's be honest. So I go, but I, so I go into my sweats drawer because let's be realistic, I wasn't going too far out of my norm this morning. (laughs) And I grab a pair of my joggers. Now, joggers are supposed to have a little bit of give, right? They have a little bit. Not, not anymore. (laughs) That's the other, the sad part. I put these, these joggers could barely make it over my hips this morning. And I was like, you know what? I must have left the waistband tied. Nope. It was untied. It was completely stretched out all the way. And I just couldn't really get them on. And yeah, these joggers you know That's have okay. no give. That's what I thought. You know what, though? I was like, you know what? I could see this as I'm a little, I, it's the holidays and things are a little tighter. And that's, and, I, and to be depressed that my joggers don't have give anymore. Or I can just celebrate that I have a new pair of leggings and right? rock them appropriately. So there you go. That is hilarious, Angie, that that happened to you this morning because guess what happened to me? <laughs> I cleaned out my I cleaned out my drawers yesterday. So we, it's a long story, but we, we moved our dresser into our closet because I was having to come out to the bedroom to like get half the clothes and then the closet for the other. So our closet's really big. So we're like, let's just throw the dresser in there. So when we moved it, I was like, I'm just going to clean out all the drawers and make it all nice and pretty. And so I threw, I was like getting rid of some of our, my pants that I didn't like. And I went to go get dressed this morning and I realized that I accidentally threw out one of my good pairs and kept oh, no. one of my bad pairs. Oh no. I know. So, but I was like, you know what? Like I, this is just what I have today. I'm going to like try to squeeze into these and I put them on, but then I'm so short. I had to like roll them up at the bottom and I didn't shave my legs, like, for a few days. So, like, my hairy ankles are, like, sticking out of my tight pants. I was like, well, I guess I'm going to have to wear my boots today. And then, right now, <laughs> I we were going to record, and I just, like, hopped out of the shower, and my hair was wet, and I had time to blow dry it. So I'm wearing my headphones, and so it's going to, like, make my hair all Indent crazy at my hair. ear. I'm just with my hairy ankles and my tight pants and my headphone hair. Angie, it's just a day. But oh, wow. you rock a good hat. And you have a few good aliases for your various hats. So uh, we should pick I an do. alias for you that you I could do. be today. And then Thank you can you. have all the confidence of that alias. Now, I mean, what kind I of really... confidence are you going for today, Mullen? I mean, just Christmas beast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like Regina George during Chris. Regina George practicing for her talent show. Christmas Regina confidence. George on Calteen Bars practicing for the dance. <laughs> All right, that's the confidence we're going for today. That's, but not like true Regina George because we're yeah, anti we're nice girls. girls. Yeah, yeah, we're nice girls. But the confidence of Regina George. Right? Yeah, that's kind of the vibe I'm going to try to rock today. I will take a cool. picture of myself later and post it on Instagram. I'm really curious to see what kind of hat you feel best <sighs> represents that aura. I got to go really buy a new excited. one, I think. You know, I went to Ross the other day. 
Okay, I, do, I have. Do you like Ross? Um, I, I find so many hidden treasures there. Like, yeah. I, it gives me anxiety because it's like so disorganized. It's a mess. It's like my house, but not not anymore. <laughs> I'm trying to set my priorities right and fix my house up. But really, it's I. The problem with my Ross versus my house is in my house. Even though it's like chaos, I know where things are. I'll be like, oh yeah, I saw your hat under the kids' beanbag chair that's in our closet, which makes no sense. And Ross just makes no sense without me knowing where things are. Right. So, but then exactly. I find hidden treasure sometimes. So, I mean, it is I've it is. been going a lot recently just for Christmas to find, I yes. don't know, just like hidden treasures. Yeah. I've been finding like the craziest stuff, but I was there yesterday and they had so many cute hats and I really wanted to buy all of them. But then I was like, do you buy hats at Ross? Like how many people have tried these on? True. I was just, I was kind of nervous, so I left. But you know what? Maybe Malen, Regina, George, Caltine, Bar, Christmas Beast likes Ross hats. I'll see. Well, she we'll might. She might. One Anyways, I was at Ross. Just, I'm not looking for anything in particular. And this was like years ago, but I still have this text response. They had a life size like porcelain <laughs> white <laughs> leopard. <laughs> it was like a statue of a white leopard just sitting in the back where all the random chairs are. I and like that. dog beds, you know where the cha- the chairs yeah. and dog beds are in the back. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I know that section. Yeah, <laughs> they had this statue of a white cheat like <laughs> cheetah sitting there, and it was like I- it was cool, and it was like two hundred and fifty bucks. But I wanted that thing so bad. And this is oh when we were gosh. in dental school and lived in like a little rental house. But I was I like, love who I you really are. Want this? And so I took a picture of it and I texted it to my husband. And I was like, I am getting this, and he was like, Angie, no, please don't get that. Did and then get, I didn't respond. It. And then he sent another text and he's like, seriously, Angie, like, please don't. Anyway, <laughs> I shared a screenshot of that text response when it happened because it was so funny that he, like, knew I was seriously probably going to get I should find that and share it. But that's, that's just hilarious. an example of the hidden treasures. You And I every time I go to Ross, I tell him, if the white leopard is there, I am getting it. If there's two, I'm getting both. That's but so I haven't funny. seen them since. So I, if anyone has a white I leopard from Ross, they want to sell good, to me, let me know. <laughs> I love a good porcelain animal. I have them... So the other day, well, do you know how, like, some people collect, like, Disney characters and just, like, I don't know. People have, like, weird collections. Yes. I collect goat stuff. And the other day I was like, oh, my gosh, like, I'm a weird person. Like, I just never thought it as being, like, a weird thing until someone was coming over and I was like, I should hide some of my goat stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Well, nobody thinks their own collections are weird until people are coming over. Right? Like, I've never thought about it. I've always just, like, it's just, like, a fun thing that I'm into. I never realized that it was, like... I ridiculous i always send you goat stuff when i see it you do thank you. you and You're i welcome. love it and i put goat stuff up all over my house all the time i just, i love goats and actually people don't know this angie has been part of like the goat phenomenon from the beginning the the goat my goat love started in high school as like a funny joke and then angie and, and i i can't really get into goat love today but Oh. Angie and I have this friend Go- named Goatla. Another alias. <laughs> Goatla. It's just, oh gosh, Angie and I have so many happy life memories. Also delinquent memories. Oh yeah, Angie and I, I, I actually posted a while ago on social media and was like, there's no one I've done more illegal stuff with than my friends from Lewiston. Like, Hear me out just, though. I'm yeah. in the moment, in the we should probably let's censor what we share but also it was funny when I but then as an adult I was like oh my gosh that was kind of dangerous so what we're talking about is like at nighttime we would drive around with also my sister and 
sometimes other friends and steal like traffic cones and traffic signs, but they were not being used. That's what I, as an adult, I was like, we were stupid. Like people could have driven into ditches because we moved the sign that was like ditch here. Oh my goodness. I never thought about that. I did. And I felt bad, but we like you bought, you didn't you have one that said like men at work and you like hung in your room or something? Yeah. Do you know, I have shared the story before, I think like on my Instagram, but so uh I think so me and my friend Ashley stole this big one it's I think it was like oil or I can't remember what it said but it was like it was huge it was like it was giant and I think we had to put it in the trunk of my car because it wouldn't fit in the back seat anyways we took it home and then you and I and your sister stole a bunch of like traffic cones I remember like stealing them from like the cemetery and like random places and um I had a collection of them in my parents carport and my parents were like like there was an article in the newspaper one day that said a bunch of them had gone missing. And my dad was like, Malin, this is you. (laughs) And Angie, (laughs) you are a wanted fugitive. And, um, so I, I told, and the fine was like $400, like per thing that you stole anyways. So my dad told me I had to get rid of them. So we got rid of all the traffic cones. I remember just driving down the road, you know, by, um, you know that weird intersection that was by my house where like that red feed barn was like on your way to yeah. Sacagawea there was that weird intersection I remember like driving through that intersection maybe with you and like just tossing traffic cones out the window <laughs> inconspicuously of course yeah and then I took the traffic cone I mean the big sign out um to my friend's house who lived like a little way little ways out of town we, and me and my friend Ashley dropped it off and uh the next day, I went out to ice cream after school with my friends, and when we got home, the sign was in my parents' driveway with a note that said, Malen, I saw what you did, and if you <gasps> don't go on a date with me, I'm going to tell the police. I didn't know this! And it what? was, you don't know the story, and it was signed by this, like, nasty boy from school. Well, and obviously, I, blackmailing someone into dating you isn't normal <laughs> behavior. Right? So I died. Because we were we were out in the boonies, like, in the middle of the night. And I'm like, what happened? Like, this is crazy. And what was he doing out there? Yeah. So here's it. So I stressed about it for, like, two days. Just, I asked my friends. I'm like, what do I do, you guys? Like, this person saw me. And, like, this is crazy. And why isn't he doing this to anyone else? Like, you guys were with me. And anyways, and then one day my friends, Ashley and Nathan, who were with me that night that we dumped it, we're like, Malin, we can see you're in so much turmoil. We just have to tell you, like, we did this. Like, oh it was a joke. Like, they had – Ashley was with me dropping it off. Ashley and Nathan, they're married now, but they were dating at the time. Ashley was with me to drop off the sign, and then Nathan went and picked it up. And then so I wouldn't recognize the handwriting. They had Nathan's dad write the note to me. Oh, my gosh. And I just – they were going to let me freak out because it was like, if you don't – if you don't respond by Monday, I'm going to the police. And this was like on like a Wednesday. And they were going to let me go the whole weekend. But they told me on Friday because so they were like, you are funny. so stressed out. I know. So and I actually, the other day I was cleaning out a box of stuff and I found the note and I texted <gasps> to Ashley and I was like, like once a year I remind her of it. I'm like, remember? <laughs> when pranksters get pranked. That is yeah. so funny. We were good with toilet paper too. We were talented yeah. toilet paperers. We really were. Those were the days. I, that's what you do in small rural Idaho towns. Yeah, that's true. I, re- I, I remember back and get mad at myself, but I'm like, what else was I supposed to? At least I wasn't doing drugs, mom. Like, right? It could have been so much worse. I've we exactly. had fun. We had so many fun times. Like, I don't know, Lewiston. I never appreciated it when I lived there, you know. But now when I go back, I'm like, we actually lived in a really like beautiful, fun place. I don't know. Yeah. Do you feel like that? Sometimes it's changed a lot. And also, my parents live so far outside the town. <laughs> um, Angie's parents live in the forest. 
Literally, it's like a 3,000-foot elevation change. So we would get snow days. Is it really? <clears throat> yeah, because we'd get like two feet of snow, and the buses couldn't make it up, but it never really snowed in Lewiston very much. <laughs> I remember so that. So they, they would call my parents and be like, your kids get a snow day. And so I would play in the snow. They get tons of snow, but it made me a very skilled driver in the snow. What else is going on in your life? Oh, well, this morning I discovered my four-year-old son has a cute little name for bras. He calls it what? your armpit things. <laughs> oh, my god! I was like, armpit? I was like, what do you see when I'm, my shirt is off? Like, if anything's blending in with my armpit here, it's your fault for sucking these things to deflated balloon status. But he's like, mom, here's your armpit thing. Like, That's these are not my armpits. So anyway, that, that was a little bit of a shot to my confidence. That's hilarious. That's cute. Oh. Little boys are so funny. Maverick came home from school yesterday and was like, mom... I love a girl. And I was like, oh, buddy. And it just happens to be a girl that I am friends with, her mom. So I text her and I was like, did you know that our children love each other? <laughs> like, it was so cute. And, and Maverick the other day, he was like, I'm going to marry her. And just Aww. to hear Maverick, like, who has, like, a little bit of speech, uh, some speech issues, just to hear him, like, be able to verbalize that and be Those so happy. Feelings. I was, I died. I'm like, oh, my gosh, let's invite her over. <laughs> Oh, that is precious. I know. I love little kids. They're fun. I I feel like it's easy to like gripe about our kids all the time. And I feel like on the podcast, I'm like the first one to be like, I'm so annoyed with my kids or this is happening with my kids. But oh my gosh, they're like my best friends. I love those kids. They're the best. Same. Yesterday, I told my kid, my little guy, I said, I am going to miss your guts. I said, are you going to miss my guts? He's like, no, I'm going to miss you on the outside. I was like, okay. I just, they take everything so literally. It was so cute. But I was like, I don't like, yeah. But then after school, he was like, he was gross and talking about how he's going to like cut open my stomach and kiss my guts. And I was like, that's not, well, you're Cute. Too, too far, Max. Too far. That's not what I mean. Boundaries. <laughs> he had thought about it and was like, how would that work? That's oh my gosh. Funny. Little kids. I know. They're my best little friends. But my daughter is like so sassy. She's got my sass and my attitude. And yeah. After we saw Frozen 2, Max said something like, now Elsa needs to get married. And my daughter, Olivia, who's almost seven, was like, Elsa cannot get married. She is, what do you say? She is way too much for marriage. (laughs) (laughs) What are you talking about? Also, maybe you're right. Like, she doesn't need a life partner. She's got all she needs. But Right? I like that. What are you thinking of, little little Olivia? Like, I don't know. Speaking of marriage, I was just, I don't know, browsing my daily celebrities on the internet. And... Did you see that Emma Stone's engaged? I love no. her. To yeah. who? This um, SNL writer. I forgot his name. Oh, wait, maybe I heard about this. Um, but also, that. while I was browsing, okay, you know Simone Biles, the yeah. gymnast? Gymnast, yeah. Okay, there's like this article today on people.com about her and her boyfriend. Angie, you have Google it right now. Go to people.com and look up her boyfriend. He, I just, I don't, they're just this power couple and I just... They're fascinating. Scroll down to the one where they're both in leopard print outfits. Stacy Irvin Jr. What's the guy from Moana? He reminds me of the the Maui. Yeah, right. Yes. He's just like straight muscle and hair. Yeah. Scroll down to the leopard print picture. We need to screenshot this and post on social media. I'm going to take a picture of it so we can share it later. Hold on. Oh, there it is. I see the leopard. Oh my gosh. Aren't they amazing? (sighs) Goals power couple right i'm gonna dress up i'm gonna make enrique dress up like that with me what he's a good sport i love that i think i need to be a gymnast yeah an american that would go hand in hand that's what i was about to say 
It goes hand in hand with American Ninja Warrior. Right. Also, um, I don't know why that reminded me, but crime podcast, what are you listening to right now? Do you have any good murders? Um, still just crime junkie. I'm curious though, how, what sparked your interest in true crime? Do I know this about you? Um, I've watched Law and Order SVU since I was like 14 years old. Really? It's like my, yeah, but I had to do it secretly because my mom was like, what are you watching? Because SVU <laughs> is like, you know. That's intense. Times. I know. I don't know why. I just like, I think I accidentally stumbled upon it one day watching TV and I like couldn't take my eyes off it. And they're like almost, I think 30 seasons, almost 30 seasons in. Still going strong. My daughter is named after Detective Olivia Benson. I didn't know that. Yeah. It runs deep. I love SVU. I like that they take real life cases. I mean, they say that the the following story is fictional and not based on true events, but they're actually all based on true events. You know that's real. And they, well, they release them at the same time. Like you hear things in the news. Like I'll be like, oh, they're totally talking about like so-and-so. They take it straight from the headlines a lot of the times. My favorite. I love it when shows follow like what's going on in the world right now. Like um, Scandal and How to Get Away with Murder. Yes. Yes. I love a good. I need a good. I'm watching Dexter right now. Angie's the one that got me into Dexter. I can't. Yes. Angie, it's stressing me out. I can't. It's stressing me out that you're not finished yet, and I need I to talk to you about I it know. being finished. Let's I'll see what power watch like six episodes today. Okay, there's a new show called Myth. I told you about this. I texted you yesterday. It's called Mythomania. It's a French show dubbed in English where she pretends to have breast cancer because she's so like beat down in life, and her kids don't appreciate her, and her husband's having an affair, and her job is like thankless. And so she has, like, a routine checkup, but they find some bumps, but then it comes back that they're benign. They're, like, fat deposits. Huh. And she's and the doctor's like, yeah, nothing to worry about. But then at the end of the day, she tells her husband, it's a tumor. Remember I had that checkup? It's a tumor. And he was like, what? <gasps> she lied to her husband about yeah, it, too? Yeah, but because earlier she found a, another woman's bracelet underneath their couch. And she kind of just wanted to make him feel bad, like... Oh and my she's like, gosh. remember my appointment this morning? I have a tumor. And then she followed up with like, oh, they still have to do more tests. It's probably nothing. But And then like the next morning he made her like breakfast in bed and he was like fixing all the things. And like it oh totally made their gosh. family closer together. But then like her daughter overheard that conversation, her like 10-year-old, uh-huh. and was really upset about it. And they were like, don't tell the kids. Let's not upset them. We don't know yet. So her kid like started this secret blog like sharing her feelings and like supporting other kids whose mom had cancer and it went like viral and then <laughs> and now like the mom has to keep up the lie and like everybody they did a news story on the daughter and all the neighbors are showing up like we had no idea we're so sorry that's the part i'm at now like now she's way too far deep in this lie that she has to keep it going and oh it's gosh. like equal parts like what are you doing but like kind of like oh i'm so sorry like i can relate to how overworked and tired and how much you want attend like you know you want to be acknowledged it's like yeah. it's a good show but it's dubbed in english so it's kind of fun because it's based in france and i it's just really good i would highly recommend it Do there is some that? it's not suitable for children or there <laughs> sen- or sensitive adults but <laughs> or sensitive adults or Do you sensitive think that adults. i know i feel like i need a preface like every time i talk about a show i'm like this isn't forever like i just feel like sometimes it's just this horrible person because i'm like i love dexter and my murder podcast i, I just know I've always been, I think I became fascinated with true crime when I was in second grade. I remember my friend's mom had jury duty and she came to school and told us about the murder that happened. And I remember just being like completely fascinated by it. Like, that's crazy. And she told us like all the gruesome details because she was eavesdropping on her mom. And from then I was like, hooked. I know, right? Like, what if her name was Ruth? What if Ruth hadn't told me those things? Like, who would I be? 
That's true. Ruth changed your life. Ruth really did. One moment, one situation can completely alter your path forever. Right. (laughs) A lot of overthinking can be done with that concept. But yeah, what if Ruth had never come that day? And what if her mom got out of jury duty? (laughs) (laughs) Right? Oh, it's too weird to think about. That like makes my head hurt thinking about all the different scenarios of the world. I know, right? Okay, so Malin, let's talk about how you're doing with the holidays. It's stressful, but you're also like... You inspired me to make paper snowflakes yesterday, and we did, and we hung them, and oh. they make our house look so whimsical. Good. There's something magical about paper snowflakes, and it wasn't super successful. They're hard. Did but you do the 3D frustrated. ones? No. Oh. Are those easier? Uh, yeah, just, they're just more time-consuming. I told you I would send you a tutorial, and then I didn't. I'll make one. Okay. Make um, a tutorial. We had fun anyway, and we hung them up. I felt so good about myself, but what other job. like traditions, what, what fun things do you do with your kids that aren't like super stressful and ended like we're done we're done doing this go watch a movie any do you have any more of those right um this was borderline like we made it through but by the end i was like oh my god snowflakes are okay well the thing about snowflakes is they're a mess so i always lay down newspaper so that when we cut it up i can just roll up the newspaper and throw it all in the recycle bin smart um because i hate all the little scraps on the floor and then you need super sharp sharp scissors but then kids can't figure it out and they make like their snowflakes are just ridiculous. Yeah. I'll teach you how to make the three D ones because they're fun. Um, Max's is just like pieces of paper, and he like cut out like I'll show you, and he hung them up, and it looks like <laughs> like we just ran over pieces of paper with like the lawnmower or something. I mean, right? it's literally just still an eight and a half by eleven piece of paper with the random <laughs> cuts, not even cut out. It's like just like. But he's but probably it, so proud of it. It's cute. He hung it up on the stairs. Aww. So. Yeah, I think, um, what else do we like to do? Like, our advent calendar, we just fill it with random, like, yesterday's was go to Sonic. Um, That's a good one. Yeah, we have, like, that in there a couple of times, because it just makes the kids so happy, and then we listen to Christmas songs while we drive there and home. Um, I love, okay, so growing up, my mom just baked, and for the holidays, we just had, like, everything. Cookies and Chex Mix stuff, and savory and sweet snacks and games we just sat around and ate and played games and had christmas music and it was always so warm and cozy and i just like to recreate that for my kids i just want them to like feel so whimsical during the holidays so all all the little things yeah i don't know i agree it's a little we do an advent calendar too like you do filled with different activities but We've had to simplify over the years, too, because they get stressful. But there are little things like watch Elf and eat lots of candy or purge the playroom to make room for the new junk that's coming in. Or, right. you know, th- little things like that. Go f- for a dr- drive around the neighborhood and look at the lights. But one thing we do that at first I thought I saw from probably Ralphie. Anyway, it, and I was like, this is too, that's like time consuming. But now we've done it three years. On November 30th, well, the last day of November... We put the kids to bed, and Enrique and I stay up and have a grown-up Christmas party and watch, like, Bad Santa or Christmas Vacation, like, a, an adult-only Christmas, and, dr- and like, have our drinks and our, and our snacks or we order food, and we wrap 24 books, which seems like a lot. Fun. But it takes up, like, the whole movie, and we just, like, talk and have fun, and then the kids open a book every night. <clears throat> And then the kids open a book every night during December, and they're the same books every. It's not like I buy new books, and I <laughs> the same books. As That's I, amazing. Well, and I used to check them out from the library, and just before we had enough Christmas books, I'd like slowly buy them throughout the years, and then 
the past three years until we had enough of and but the, last night we opened like a pete the it was like pete the cat it was pete the cat curious george and it had i packed the christmas books away with the christmas stuff except a few stragglers that were have been out all year long but i found those and wrapped them and last night, my kid opened the Pete the Cat one. He was like, oh, my gosh. He's like, wait, we have this book. Is this? He was, like, so confused. Is this our old book? Like, he was, he, he I guess when you open something, unwrap something, you expect it to be, like, new. And then, he, like, his face just realizing that I had wrapped something that was just upstairs. That's was so, so funny. funny. But we love it. It's, like, exciting to unwrap something until you realize your mom just took something you already had and wrapped it. And then... Now it's unwrapped in here again. <laughs> my, I love it's that fun. tradition. I also love, like, trick wrapping. It's, like, my favorite, like, trying to trick people of what's inside a package. I remember, so growing up, we, so there's four siblings in my family, and we would all just have, like, we would draw names, and then you just buy that one person a present. And I remember one year I bought my brother a fishing pole, but, like, I couldn't really wrap that and put it under the tree. And so I found the smallest box that I could find, and I filled it up with rocks. I mean, it was tiny, like a ring box. Fill it up with rocks and then put a paper in there that said, your present's a fishing pole, and put it under the tree. <laughs> and every day for, like, the whole month, he was, like, shaking it, like, trying to figure out what was in it. <laughs> and uh, that was my favorite. I just love, like, a, a one year my parents, oh, my gosh, they gave all the kids a – no, so they didn't tell us. They they labeled every present with a reindeer name like they use four reindeer names but they didn't tell which kid was which reindeer until oh, cool. christmas morning that's a good so idea we no one knew which presents were theirs and then i also remember uh so we would always wake up super early um like four or five in the morning and just go crazy and i remember one year it was like christmas was on a sunday and we had to go to church first and my parents were like we can't open presents until we're home from church and i remember that being just like excruciating <gasps> yeah. but it was so fun and because it made the whole day just like magical just yeah i don't know i loved it i love christmas it makes i love me that so reindeer happy. idea because then it prevents yeah. sneaking too but knowing me i would like forget who is who and come christmas morning i'd be like oh shoot who's comet <laughs> right. who's rudolph i don't know open I'm, one we'll figure it out i'm pretty sure like, every Pre- single year there was like someone would open a present and my mom would be like wait no 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 that's for so and so like every year <laughs> i'm pretty sure that's me too what do, what do you like to bake for the holidays? Do you have, like, a go-to treat? We should serve, share recipes. I mean, no. Growing up, my mom would bake, like, plates for the whole neighborhood, and she would make divinity. I love divinity. I don't know and what divinity is. Like, it's, like, a- it's like the marshmallow. It's not marshmallow. You, like, whip egg whites with sugar, and then when you – and other stuff. And then when you drop it, it, like, forms into a hardened, like, white – it looks like a cloud, kind of. And you bite into it, and it's almost like a hardened mousse? I don't even know yeah. how to describe divinity. Maybe this is an obscure thing. I thought people knew what divinity was. No, okay. I'm sure they do. I probably just don't. I'm, I I'm don't sure think anyone's ever brought me divinity, actually. Now that I think of it, I've only ever had divinity from my mom. Maybe it has another name. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to research this. Maybe. <laughs> you know how moms, like, we make up names, like, for our own family things that are, you know what I mean? I oh, know. my gosh. Uh, that reminds me growing up so i don't even know what they're called in real life eggs like so growing up we called an egg a dipo egg it's like where the white to outside and then it's like yellow in the middle that's like, an egg is that over i don't know like we called it a dipo egg like just when you like fry an egg in a pan oh sunny side up i guess i don't know but so we always called it a dipo egg and when i got married i remember going to a restaurant and they were like how do you want your egg and i said a dipo egg <laughs> And I remember Mike being like, what? And the waiter was like, excuse me? And I was like, a dipo egg? (laughs) 
<laughs> I remember calling my parents and being like, what the hell is a dipper in? This happened, okay, what do you call, if you go to the grocery store and you get, like, something from the deli and you get potato wedges, what do you call them? The, you know that, the, they're yeah. called potato wedges. Are they? Yeah. Or are they called JoJo's? Because my dad has always called them JoJo's. That's <laughs> not right, Steve. I that's know. not right. And I had the same thing with my husband at a deli. And I was like, and I'll take like a half a pound of JoJo's. And both of them were like, what did you just say? <laughs> I was like, JoJo's. Those potato things, JoJo's. Aren't JoJo's like, like where's the label? Blanket? I don't or is know. That, isn't that what, aren't those JoJo's? Ask my dad. Ask my dad in Idaho what JoJo's are. So if you Google JoJo's. Uh, yeah, what comes no. up? No. I better not. But you better not Google JoJo's. Why? Where did that come from? And where did Dippo eggs? What are they called? Uh, yeah, Dippo egg. Who even knows? Probably oh my grandparents. Gosh. Google JoJo potato wedges and there's all these things. There's a no. JoJo oh. potato wedges. <gasps> Make the best JoJo potatoes ever. So this is a thing. I wonder in the 1960s, the- fried potato wedges took the name in some of the northern states. JoJo's are simply unpeeled potato wedges thrown in the fryer, but the name may have derived from the idea of junk because the potato scraps were considered worthless until restaurateurs realized they could be marketed and sold okay so it's like a super ghetto name for potato wedges that's hilarious angie okay so you know what i'm not entirely wrong it's some of the northern states which we're from super northern idaho by canada jojo's are that was my dad would go in and order jojo's and the person knew what he was talking about that's so funny. You're going to need to ask your parents about the depo. What is it? Depo. I don't even know. Depo, depo egg. But I don't know okay. what it's called in real I still don't know if I go to a restaurant and I want it like that. I'm like, I don't know. This is it. The dippy? white on the outside with the yellow in the middle, please. <laughs> dippy eggs is a thing. What are? Dippy eggs? Dippy? Yeah. I got to Google it. No. Oh, this says a dippy egg is a soft boiled egg. An over easy fried egg. Well, those are two so different things. So Gosh. Small. I don't know why so this it's is not so a dippy egg. Okay, you need to ask your parents the I origin of the dippo egg. better just take scrambled. Yeah. And so we, what do you call, well, the Chex mix that you make with peanut butter and chocolate and powdered sugar? Puppy chow. Yes, puppy chow. Same. Other people are like, what did you just call that? Yeah. It's muddy buddies. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's puppy chow. Oh, muddy buddies. You are wrong. It is puppy chow. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Why do we call it that? I don't know. Is that an Idaho thing? Like It might be an Idaho thing. I didn't realize how weird I was until I moved out of Idaho. And people were like, what did you just say? We were so sheltered there, Angie. Like, we didn't know anything. I remember hanging out with my friends from Las Vegas, and a song would come on the radio. And I'm like, I love this song. And they're like, that was popular here like three years ago. I'm like, they're just playing it on the radio now where I'm from. <laughs> I know, right? Seriously. Fashion, everything. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was an isolated little town. I love learning, like, random little things about different places in the country. Oh, Malin! Okay, the New York Times, the New York Times published this online quiz. This is our favorite thing to do with friends, new or old, at a party. It's a dialect quiz, and it asks you these things, and based on your answers, it will pinpoint to a city where you're from. So it'll be like, what do you call the shoes you wear to run in? Like, sneakers or tennis shoes? And, like, what do you call the, the... machine that you get water out of at school like a drinking fountain or a bubbler or a all bubbler these yeah there's so many weird things who calls like, it a bubbler well and then like how do you pronounce the word the things that color kids color with like crayon or crayon, crayon or i know it, but what another one like um what do you call it when there's sunshine but also rain the devil's is beating his wife or that's like what most people call it yeah i know it's weird and so someone like we had a friend from new york and it was like how do you pronounce mary like jesus's mom merry christmas 
And then there was another type of Mary. And he pronounced them all different, like Mary, Mary, and like, I don't know. It was nuts. And he could just... And so then, once you submit your results... Mine was like your first. You're from Spokane, Washington, and then Salt Lake City, Utah, and I was like, uh, yeah, That's like hilarious. And Enrique's was pin everyone I've ever taken, and then it thought I was from like Wisconsin, which everyone always thinks I'm Midwestern, and I'm not Miss Midwestern. Why? But I don't know. So I, I think sometimes I sound Midwestern. But I've had some at the grocery store say that, too. They're like, where's that accent from, Wisconsin? I was like, excuse me, sir. <laughs> Where are <Wow>. JoJo's? <laughs> That's funny. I'm from Idaho, sir. But anyway, so anyway, look up that quiz. I if you will. just Google, like, New York Times dialect quiz, it is so funny. It's fun to take with other people, too, because you realize you're so different. Like, what did you just say? Like, you call that a what? It's so fun. Yeah. Anyway, everyone should go take that. It's so accurate. That's it's crazy. Fun. I yeah. love a good, yeah, I'll do that today. Great. That and watch Dexter and get ready for Christmas. And the last two days, my kids have all wanted school lunch, and that's, like, the best for me because I don't have to do a lot in the yeah. morning. And they've all just been getting themselves dressed and their hair and teeth brushed and shoes on. And so this morning, I let them watch a show before school. And it was they all got ready, like, an hour early. And then I just, like, laid on the couch while they watched a show. And I didn't do anything. It was amazing. I that loved every amazing. minute of it. Oh, I'm going to make that quiche today, actually. Oh, you if should. I can find, if I have a pie pan. Oh, I didn't realize I needed a pie pan. You know what? You could probably just do it in, like, you have, like, a circle, like, cake pan. I bet you could do it in that. I don't know if I do. You I guys might. should make quiche. If you guys need a quiche recipe, it's saved on my Instagram somewhere. And the highlights. We love quiche. I'm excited. It's just, I've been sick and that sounded so, when you posted that picture, I was like, oh, that just sounds so good. Like warm and like good ingredient. Good. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm sick. And full of good <laughs> ingredients. So I sent my husband to the store and he, and he got the stuff for puppy chow. That's what I'm doing today. Yum. Making quiche, puppy chow, and watching Mythomaniac. That sounds like a perfect day. I'm going to run to the grocery store and buy snacks because we're having friends to ride bikes after school. And then I'm going to watch Dexter. I really Sounds can't like wait for you to finish We have a good day. Time. I know. I'm like, I'm, I'm seriously, don't tell me anything, but I'm, I will. I I'm will. wondering if he gets caught or not, or if he dies. Like, I was thinking last night, like, if he dies, that, like, solves it without, like, him having to go to jail, but, like, we root for Dexter. We don't want him to be in trouble. But do we root for Dexter? Always. I feel myself so morally and ethically conflicted by this show. Really? I, see, I'm, like, all of, I root for, is that bad? I, like, root for the murderer? I'm, I, But he's, is it right? Like, you're gonna find later on too there are like what about reformed murderers he's gonna meet one who like served his time in jail because he was a gangbanger oh and that's then, happening right now yeah is it father sam or it's father sam, sam the good shepherd yeah. yeah and that's conflicting to me because who's to say that any other of the murderers that he killed couldn't have been reformed and like helped other murderers you know potential murderers change their past and in my book aha uh-huh, gonna bring in some betterish <laughs> yes the, in the Please book, do. Man's Search for Meaning, Victor Frankl, who was in the concentration camp, he talked about, like, the worst of the worst doctor named, like, Dr. J or Dr. H. And he was, like, a sadist. And he would send everyone he could to the gas chambers and, like, loved it. He would, like, he was the worst of the worst. Nobody wanted to be around this guy. And when the when the war was over, he heard that he got captured and was sent to some prison somewhere. But then he heard also that in the morning his cage cage yeah cage honestly probably was open and he had escaped then like 20 years later during one of his sessions he met a man who said who heard, heard about his past within the concentration camps and said oh did you know a dr h <clears throat> and victor frankel was like uh yes i did 
did you? And he said, oh yeah, he was my like best friend in this one prison and he was the most encouraging and he literally lifted the spirits of all the prisoners around him until the day he died. He was the most positive, uplifting thing. And, I, and so Victor Frankl talks about how we're not always, um, I don't know, controlled by our urges and like our circumstances. Like anyone mm-hmm. can, we're humans. That's what means we could choose differently at any time. Like even prison guards can be decent people, which I don't know if he says that, I yeah. can't like say no, of course not. But then uh, like, so that's what so that's why I'm so conflicted in Dexter. I was like, right? who are you to decide that this person deserves to die? But then you could bring up the whole like capital punishment debate. We're not gonna get into that. This is a funny oh, episode. Gosh. Dexter just messes with your mind. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. But I love him. I want him to win. I mean, I know I love like, him too. I don't. But don't know. get me wrong. I love Dexter too. But then, yeah, brother Sam or father Sam, whatever, just threw me for a loop. Uh, yeah okay i'm gonna go watch that today all right right now enjoy and let me know report back <laughs> thank please. you i will angie thank you thanks for chatting this was so fun let's do this, this again fun. let's do this more often i know it's, it's nice good to chat. Oh, all right, all right. well go have a good day our, yes you too make your food watch your shows let's do the thing thank you may the universe bless you immensely <laughs> yes may the stars be ever in your favor thank you all right bye angie bye mom Guys, thank you so much for being here. We truly consider you part of our Betterish gang. We would love to hear your thoughts about this week's episode. So email us at betterish.podcast at gmail.com or message and tag us on Instagram at betterish.podcast. And if you like what you heard, don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes and make it real good because we might just share it here on our next episode. And bonus points if you share the Betterish podcast with all of your friends.